So Scott is about to go through like this major life transformation. Um, not transformation yet, but it it's like, like this big thing that he has to a do leap? this weekend. A leap. Um, we got to get to that here in just a second. But we've been asking you to submit your intros for the podcast. And we have a new one today. Ooh. Let's see who from the Platypus Posse do we have helping us start the podcast today. Hi, it's Suzanne from Snellville, Georgia. You're listening to the hilarious, heartwarming, feels like you're talking to your best friend show. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast with Miguel Fuller, Holly O'Connor, and Scotty the Body Tavlin. Platypus! Enjoy the show, y'all! Yes! Oh, that was great! Mm-hmm. Holly, have you ever heard of Snellville, Georgia, girl? No. <laughs> I don't know. I figured it's something. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Sorry I cut you off there, Holly. That's okay. Uh, I, I didn't know what was happening, and I don't ever care that I get cut off. It's fine. <laughs> I care, Holly. <laughs> oh, I want to care. I want to know what you think. Thank yes. you. Uh, Snellville, Georgia, Holly, you never heard of it? No. No? I don't know. I, I figured it's somewhere in the outskirts of Atlanta. I don't know. (laughs) We have, I feel like Atlanta, we have, or Georgia, some of these like weird, super Southern, like I'll have to compile a list of like the most crazy ass, sort of like if you are from Georgia and there is a county called, uh, it's spelled like Houston. Like Houston, Texas. Yes, but it's Houston. That's how you pronounce it. And they get really upset if you say it incorrectly. That's like Lima, Ohio. In the um, the actual country is Lima in South America, I believe. Mm. But in Lima, it's Lima. And they also had one. Oh, in Ohio, they had Bell Fountain. Bell Fountain. Except it was spelled like lovely. It was spelled Bella Fontaine, but Ooh. it was Bell Fountain. Bell Fountain. We have somebody on the hotline. Go ahead and put him on, Scott. Uh... Hello. Hello. Hi. So before we reveal uh, who we have on the phone right now, we're doing the podcast. We have some special guests to help us out with this sort of big moment, the shot that ho- that Scott has this weekend. <laughs> What's that song that Eminem does? Um, Lose Yourself. Lose, Lose Yourself. yourself. Oh. Literally, dang, we should have had that song playing <laughs> yeah. this whole time. That's so right. what we revealed this week on the show, on the on-air show, yeah. is that – Scott has an opportunity to add to his repertoire and maybe be full time. Yeah, but I mean, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. He has an audition this weekend with, there we go, with our sister station, K92, in Orlando, our country station. And we have their morning show on right now. Obi and Ashley, welcome Yay! to the podcast. Yeah, Good morning, yeah. guys. Thank you. You know, as you play that music, I feel like we're entering like a like a WWE wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like it. I love it. Well, uh, first of all, hey, can, can we pay you guys compliments? We're, we're we're big fans of you guys, and I know that we're all part of the same team as far as the family. But you you guys have a show that. Uh, it's just really good, so keep it up. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Same to you. I mean, there's just mutual respect here, I feel like. We Absolutely. We follow you guys Aww. on socials and always are, you know, keeping track of your the antics that we all get up to as morning show personalities, so yeah. we just, we love yeah. you guys, too. Yeah, y'all's uh, online social game is Strong. incredible. I see y'all posting. 
<laughs> on the weekend, and I'm like, damn it! I know. <laughs> I should be posting on the Miguel and Holly, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let them take the credit. Isn't it like the pressures, man? The pressures of being on social media these days in uh, this industry. Uh, yeah. Remember when we started and you could leave at like 11 and noon, and that's all you had to do? Not now. You got to be posting <laughs> on the weekends, all on the vacation. time. vacation. Oh, it's such a fun time. Mm-hmm. But let's get to the brass sure. tacks here. Because Scott, we've been following his journey of him trying to be full-time, expand his career. Oh, yeah. And now he's auditioning on your radio station in Orlando this weekend. What can he expect from the K92 audience in Orlando? Ooh. Uh, man, that's a fantastic question because the K92-3 audience here is uh, it's so eclectic, man. You know, that we are a hodgepodge of all different types of cultures and whatnot. And so this station has a very unique uh, place in country music, period, because everybody from around the world comes to Orlando, whether it's Disney, Universal. Uh, So so as far as country music, man, this station is one of the biggest with the influence in the country music scene. So to hand it over (laughs) to you, brother, uh, you know, there's a lot of faith that we're exercising here. I mean, I didn't even know all all of that, you know, in the background. But now it's like, wow, you don't F this up. What's really cool, though, is like I was tuning in. (laughs) Like I pulled it up on the app as I was driving around over in Tampa and I was like, you know, my roots are country. Like, that's what I listened to before I actually started on Hot 101.5. And I was bopping. Like, it was all of the songs. I was like, oh, man. I was texting my friends. I was like, y'all, this, this is going to be a fit. This is going to be a fit. I'm telling you. Ooh, okay. But now we find out this weekend. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, so that, that helps, though. That helps, Scotty, because I'll tell you one thing. There's one thing the country audience is that's loyal, mm. and they expect you to know your ish. So. Yes. If you're uh, already in the know with the artists and the songs and, and who's the part of the country music scene, you're already a step ahead. Oh, good. Okay. I, I felt good about it yesterday, so I guess we'll just find out. Uh, so far, so good, but I actually haven't even stepped in the studio yet. Now, I'm curious, Obi and Ashley, did you both start in country radio or did you start in another format? Man, great question, dude. So both of us sitting here have had a previous history being – in top 40. Mm. So both of us get to come, you know, and even me, be, before I came over here at K92.3, I was on the hip-hop station for the past 17 years doing oh. morning oh. radio. <laughs> that was a transition. That's a bit of a switch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so let me, let me share the difference. I'll share the difference of, of what I, what I get to share as far as, um, when you get to come over to K92.3, well, you know, what, what I love about Top 40 and what we love about rhythmic radio, hip-hop radio, is that it, it is it is a fun scene. And, uh, man, there's so much party. There's so much, you know, just, just fun and flexibility there. With K92.3 and coming over to country, man, there's a feeling of family, love, loyalty, community, uh, uh, America, mm. fear, hard work. Oh. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a little different. It's almost like it's a, it's on a different stage. Let me ask you this. Is it more like I did country to start my career. So I did four years in country radio and it, and I, I was always a big like top 40 pop music fan originally. So to go from like college, like I'm over here, you know, vibing out to Rihanna and stuff. And then they brought me onto this country station. Um, the biggest thing I noticed and tell me if this is true for you guys is that it's like more real life like we're talking about oh, stuff absolutely. like I, I can't even I almost can't describe it in a way that's that doesn't sound weird or like I'm trying to pander or something but it's just it just 
feels more real, like real life problems, real life um, scenarios where sometimes in like pop music, we're over here talking about like Justin Bieber's issues with fame. And I'm always like, yeah, who is dealing with this? No one is dealing with this. But it's like country is real. No, absolutely. And like Obi said to the loyalty of the audience is they are no BS. So, you know, like in our entertainment reports, I don't even bring up a Kardashian because I already know my audience is gagging. Like, ugh, I don't even want to hear about them because <laughs> right. who cares? Right. So with ours, it's like, you know, they care about the real, real ish that's going on in these artists lives, not mm. like the sensational tabloid news. Like we talk about the real stuff, even I know it varies by station, but at least on K92.3, like, we talk about our real family life situations going on, real uh, daily activities that we run into, and listeners call in. Like, it's a super open show, super open station. The listeners, again, as loyal as they are, because remember, this is a heritage station that's been here for over 30 years in Central Florida. Oh. So there's now <laughs> grandkids, no grandkids yeah. <laughs> of, of parents and grandparents that listen to the station. So we've got a pretty heavy... Uh, a heavy belt to carry on every day. No pressure. No pressure. Actually, it gets, it gets me really excited, though, because, like, that's how I grew up. Like, when I grew up in Vero Beach, Florida, like, over a little south of Orlando and on the East Coast, like, that's how the stations are there. It's very much like I had family listening to those stations. Everyone, when we would drive to high school, those were the stations that we listened to. And so it just carries through. So it's like I hope I have that feel when I'm doing it because so far it sounds like just everything I've kind of grown up with. Aww. Okay, so so I'll pay you a compliment because as we've secretly and creepily listened to a lot of your podcasts, and uh, <laughs> oh. uh, you've got, dude, you've got a great energy, bro, and and we will op- we will welcome you with open arms. And um, Miguel and Holly, I I, I want to be very clear with something. So so uh, again, with the when we talk about the different uh, uh, formats, everything has its place, right? Like when I go to the gym, bro. When I go to the gym, I, I need me some real music to, mm-hmm. to 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 work out to. So everything has its place, and um, we're we're just glad to have you come over here and uh, test test out this place. Yeah, well, I'm grateful. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I really am. I'm excited to get over there. Now, one last. Well, qu- hey, the good thing too about the country listeners is they do love getting to know like everybody on the station. <laughs> they love to know the real you. So getting oh. to open up and be yourself is just like the best part about it. Oh, well, perfect. Cause I, I got like a we, lot to my story. We may, hopefully we trained you well for that. Cause yeah. we bear it all. Yeah. You guys do. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I know way more like, about y'all than I should. I actually didn't want to know some of that. No, 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 no. Here's the, here's the reason why I say it. The reason why I say it is because we are in a different age in radio where it used to be, man, a lot of our personal stuff we, you don't share that. You, right. you know, you're, you're scared to share that on the radio, and you don't want people in your business. Right. But today, guys, we're doing radio differently. And don't forget, we are the original influencers. For You know, YouTube is great, but we're, we're the, you know, people heard about Coca-Cola for the first time on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very true. We're all like, pre- oh, We're like, yeah. <laughs> Get it, <girl>. radio. <laughs> well, I feel like when we first got here to Hot 101.5 and to our, the company, a lot of the higher ups, and we we go there by the way with everything. Sorry about you. Um, they were like, "Whoa, what is all this?" Like, I remember, <laughs> I think it was our very first show on Hot back five years ago, and I shared a story about a guy that I had just like hung out with here that I just met, and I talked about how I was I had gained a lot of weight before we moved because I was stressed, mm. and I didn't take my shirt off during our little makeout session. 
And I told that story the first day that we were on the air, and so many people wrote in, and they were like, what the hell is this? Where's my blown off? Where's my Hollywood report? I don't want to care about this. And now that we've sort of, mm-hmm. you know, opened up the, this 101.5 frequency to Tampa Bay and to say, hey, we are a place of love and of acceptance. We can agree to disagree, but we all we are family and we want to know it. And so I feel like a lot of what we do here and what we've created on this station is the basis of what you all do at K92.3. So I think, Scott, you're going to fit in like a glove. I know. I do feel like He's it's like if that's prepared. the vibe. Okay, well, in that case, and I do you feel better. Guys, I just remembered, Miguel, as you said that when you guys started, for your listeners, I actually, when Hot launched, I actually came over there on the weekends. I would drive from Orlando to Tampa oh. every weekend after my shows here. I was on air and hot for like a year when uh, Tim just launched it and helped him launch it. And I would drive back and forth because to your listeners that are listening, I actually grew up in Seminole. So oh, like, oh. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's yeah. really cool. Well, when COVID is over, yeah. you'll have to come by and do the podcast with us actually in person. Right. I know. That's funny. Hey, so so another side note, I went to high school. You know, I grew up in Tampa. So I went to high school there at Howard W. Blake School of Performing Arts. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep, yep. So so I was in that, well, at the time it was J-Corps, but I was in that other, that other building uh, across mm, the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so both of us have roots in Tampa. We're basically locals in your area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, one last question, because I know y'all probably got a lot to do on a Friday. Um, what was the hardest part of the transition going from pop radio to country radio? I'll leave that one to Obi because I, I listened to country my whole life, basically, and I, I have more years in country. So I'll leave this one to Obi. Um, okay, after 17 years doing hip-hop radio, there was there were uh, certain words and terminology that I would still use over here on the country station mm. um, that just didn't fit. You know mm. what I mean? So, like, uh, you know, certain words uh, that just... The country audience didn't appreciate me coming over and using. No, and I, but you know what? It took it took me one week, <laughs> one week, and I and I and I saw that, and I said, "Oh, okay, I don't have to be that edgy guy on this station because that's not that's not what they're looking for me to be." To you know, they're just looking for me to be real. Mm. And uh, man, it, it yeah, it changed the game for me because I, I thought I had to come over here and be all edgy, right? To be on a country station, but in fact, uh, man, this audience is man. They'll 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 read you. They'll read you right and wrong. There you go, Scott. Oh man, what a what a good trip this is about to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're gonna do great. You have a great personality. You're a good person, and you're honestly, quick, that's brother. what the oh, country audience cares y'all. about. That's well, awesome. Thank you. Well, it's Obi and Ashley K ninety two three, our sister station in Orlando. You can download their app. Listen, well. I don't want to say listen to them in the morning, but I'm sure y'all have podcasts that they can listen to. (laughs) Right. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to help walk Scott through his uh, audition uh, tomorrow on your station. We appreciate it. Hey, you got it, family. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye, guys. You too. Bye. Bye. You nervous, Scott? You know, I'm actually really excited. When I first heard that I got the opportunity to do this, I was like, Holy moly, I feel like somebody's like actually diving in and getting to know me a little bit. It felt like the people that are higher up actually took some time to realize like, oh, like he actually does have country roots. This might be a good fit to add on. So it actually felt like, you know, somebody's looking after me a little bit. I'm, of course I'm nervous, but with any opportunity I look at, it, I look at it more as like, you know, 
no matter what, it's a cool opportunity. No matter what, like I'm getting a chance to do something that could really change my career. Yeah. If it doesn't work, my life stays as good as it is right now. Mm. If it does, I add something amazing on top of it. That's just going to build in my toolbox. So if anything, I'm just really excited. I'm interested to see how it goes. I've never done country radio. I've always listened to country radio. I'm interested to see how I sound on it. I think the first couple breaks, I'm obviously going to be nervous, probably shaking a little bit. But then I'm going to kind of go into my groove, not sweat as much anymore, and just feel pretty good and have fun with it. I'm just going to look forward to this trip and just do the best I can. I think one of the biggest lessons that I I have taken away from my experience here at HOT is I remember our first uh, audition, or not audition, we had gotten the job here, and we did, like, was it three or four overnight shows? Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, and we came in here at, like, one or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, we would wake up at midnight and then come in here to do the show from, like, one until three or or two to four or something like that, like Mm -hmm. a two-hour practice show in the middle of the night where... There's not as many listeners, obviously. Yeah. Right. And it was t- for us to get used to, like, the processing of the microphones. I can get used to the board and yeah. the buttons and everything. We can get used to saying the station name. Yeah. Right. Because I. Miguel. Girl. <laughs> Miguel I, was not honey. about the five. Girl. Well, okay. You got to remember, <laughs> most of my career was spent on radio stations with just three numbers. Right. Uh, Kiss FM or uh, 97.3 Kiss FM, Island 106. Wave 100. Wave 100. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was hot 101.5. Yeah. Oh, other number. Girl, I left that five out. That five was lonely for the first week. Yeah. I'd be like, hot 101. And then Holly would be like, five. 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 And the, five. I had a problem because I would always be the one to shout out the phone number. And knowing a new phone number and saying it is Oof. difficult because I would, I would be so used to saying the Island 106 phone number twice. Oh, God. Yeah. Did, did you remember what it was? 850, what was it? Wait a second. I do know because, oh, hold on. But I don't, it was 230 WILN, 230 9456. 9456. Yeah. Yeah. And you know why? Because not, yeah. It's 9456 because those, that's very, very close to the last four digits of my social. And one time <laughs> I effed up my Verizon account because the guy was like, what's the last four numbers of your social? I was like, 9456. And he was like, it's not coming up. I'm like, well, what is wrong with you? Oh, that geez. was the Island 106 phone. <laughs> so, yeah. And so that was difficult to get out of my head to do our Hot 101.5 phone number. Mm-hmm. Well, so, but I think after that first show, after, you know, our first week, once I truly was, I got out of my head of like, oh my gosh, this is a top 20 market. This is, you know, one of the top, top 40 stations in our company and all these people are looking and, you know, we went from a radio station where, you know, the commercials would sell for like $5. We're here. It's a lot more than that. There's a lot of money riding on everything we say. Once I forgot about all of that and I was just having a conversation with Holly. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much better. So don't think about all of the things that are around you. Like the, it's been around for 30 years and people from the company. It doesn't, honestly, that's all really cool. And I would say that same thing about Hot 101.5. We have a lot of cool stats. In the end, it doesn't matter. No. Radio is radio. And what's the beautiful thing about radio is that 
it is a one-on-one communication medium. Mm. You're just talking to someone. Yeah. Right. You're just talking to one person in their car, and it is a deep and intimate conversation between the two of you. So, like, Miguel would say, like, you know, he and I were talking together, and but at, for you, you're just talking to that person in mm. the car. Yeah, and I got to really And the songs that. are all the same. Every country radio station is going to be playing the same song. Every top 40 station is playing the same song. In the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just you enjoying this music and sharing that and yourself yeah. with one person in their car. None of the other stuff matters. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great thing I need to remember because I haven't done just my own for a long time. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to Have get back in if you slipped out. ever done like like a jock show like that? Like, Because they're auditioning for you for nights, right? Yeah, no, I've done a couple. I haven't done... This consistent, like this will be the first time it's every day. But I mean, I was doing, I've done a couple here. I've done a couple in our other sister stations before, but now it's been, you know, a couple months. It, it, so it's, it's like my, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> you got to get back on that bike. Uh, yeah, I got to start riding But again. yeah, it's just you and the listener in a connection and some music. Yeah, I, I'm excited and I'm very thankful because everyone over there, it's like, you know, automatically is like, we can't wait to have you. Like, you know, I don't get that vibe of. All right, you're coming. Like, prove yourself. It's not like prove yourself. It's like, oh, dude, just have fun. Right. Can't wait to see what you do. And I'm like, thank you. And I have people from all over the country that have like moved or friends or old bosses that have literally like reached out to me, like, oh, I'm listening. I'm like, thank you. Holy moly, this is gonna be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it goes well. But I am excited, and I'm just. It's kind of cool to see a, a positive right now happening, oh a gosh, cool yeah. opportunity, and I'm just very thankful for that in general. Tell you what, 2020 is just, and I know because I, 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 I'm trying to stop saying that 2020 is a crazy year because we all, when we keep saying that, we feel like January 1, all, all of gonna a sudden, change, yeah. like there's going to be a rainbow shooting out. <laughs> I'm hoping like, for one. It's 2021. Yeah, girl. Care Bears are popping out with the Care Bear stare <laughs> and they're going to like banish the old year. Yeah. Like what is going to happen? Captain no. Planet is going to like fly in and shoot out 2020. The Power Rangers come and they bring their, <laughs> their morphs and then they just, yeah. No, none of that is happening. No, it's going to be, we're going to wake up January 1 and it's still going to be the same. However, it will be my birthday. It will be it your will birthday. Be. Happy birthday Day to you. Yeah. Okay. On January 1. Yeah. Um, but we have to celebrate yes. the small wins mm-hmm. that we have now and remember that and not and get out of this mindset of, uh, F-2020, F-2020. Yes, F what's happened, but let's look at the positive moving forward so we can have a good 2020, 2021 no matter what happens. Correct. Because even if it does end up being shitty and we still end up, you know, the vaccine goes crazy or whatever like that, you know, it's fine. Um. Speaking of the vaccine, I didn't want to say this on the air. Oh, God. What? I want to say it on the podcast because um, I've just finished watching this TV show. We're changing subject. Oh, wow. Oh, um, here we go. Thank I just you for wa- that, Mark. I know, right? Um, I just watched this TV show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And it's called Utopia. Oh, and this- Isn't that with Zendaya? Is that who, who's in uh, No, that's Euphoria oh. on HBO. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is Utopia. <laughs> Utopia, euphoria, girl. I was confused. Dystopia. I mean, you know. Okay, sorry. So basically the premise is someone fakes 
a disease, a virus, like a pandemic. They fake it? They Or they create it. Oh. They unleash it. Oh. People are sick. Oh. Oh, God. Then they create a vaccine. Oh, my God. Why would someone put this out? Now, let me tell you, this is spoiler alert. If you're watching the show or if you're going to watch the show, I won't. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> literally, neither of you would watch this show. I barely watched it because some of these scenes, like the violent scenes, I was like, this is too much. Really? For you? Yeah, for me, they oh. showed too much. I was like, oh, girl, that, that was a lot. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The company that created the virus also created a vaccine. Oh, jeez. And so when they create the vaccine, the guy, actually John Cusack is like the main villain. Oh. And at the last episode, he reveals his master plan is that our planet can't sustain the growth of population that we have. <sighs> And so in the vaccine, it's going to sterilize everyone who takes it. And so it's going to stop childbirth for like two generations to like so people won't have children. And so after two generations, we'll control the population because not everyone's going to get the vaccine. Yeah. So there'll still be kids, but there just won't be as much. Oh! And so then like the people are like, oh, my God. And then they try to like stop it from happening. But oh, but wow. I was like. Why would you put that that's out now? Why that's, would you do that shit? Why? Why? And I didn't know that that's what it was about. I thought it was about these like nerds finding a comic book and they're like trying because it's actually true and they were gonna go on this adventure and then it turned into that and I was like, why? Yo, yeah. why would you even put that shit out? Because you know that there are yes. at least thousands of people on this planet that think that that's actually happening. I just finished this show this past weekend. And so now this week has all been about Pfizer's meeting, the I FDA's can't meeting. I they would put that's, that's actually really irresponsible. I was like, now they do have a warning before. It's like, this is fiction. It's not based on truth. And yeah, I but, get it. Uh, but like when you watch it and then like literally the next day I turn on and like you see all the people from the FDA meeting to talk about the vaccine. And I'm like, girl, John Cusack is sitting in a glass house somewhere laughing like I'm a stare the world. You know what else uh, had a similar storyline was what what was that one Dan Brown book? Not Da Vinci Code, not Angels and Demons. Uh, it might have was the book. There was a book, may have been a movie, but it was like it happened. I don't know if it turned into a movie or not, but it's a very similar thing. Some henchman, villain, whatever. Um, was going to go to Italy, I think, and unleash a virus that was supposed to be population control. Yes. Same concept yes. because this person and this group of, like, masterminds was like, the poppy, it's out of control. Our planet can't sustain this. Mm -hmm. So this is going to uh, knock out, like, oh, my God, that's the fucking plot of Avengers. Oh. oh. Right? I've never seen Avengers. Okay, that is a whole other discussion that we need to have in just a short moment. <laughs> Jesus. That's the, that's the, I mean, spoiler alert there, but that's basically right. the premise. Like, yeah. that's what Thanos wants to do. Right. He wants to snap his fingers mm -hmm. and knock out half of the entire universe because it's too much. Right. The universe can't sustain it. So he's like, and it's like always these villains, it's morally ambiguous. Same thing with this, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they're like, okay, either... We let it keep going at this rate and right. everybody dies eventually because we cannot sustain this population or just, I will throw myself on the sword and just kill half of everybody uh, and then the other half that lives gets to live. Oh, That's my. the whole thing. That's the premise. Why is that the premise of like all of these new 
But we do have a lot of people. Well, I mean, I think that <laughs> what happens with creative types like that, they get inspiration from what happens in the real world. Right. And I mean, and it's true. I mean, I watch all these documentaries about the earth and climate control oh, or yeah. climate change, change yeah. and all that stuff. And it, it it's scary. It's I mean, when they're scary. like- we're at that point now, like when we were younger, we'd be like, oh, let's save the planet. Remember when they were like, had to teach us what recycling was? Right. It was like, ooh, let's it's do, exciting. We're going to save the planet. Yeah, cut, you know. cut your um, soda can rings yeah. and all that. Yeah. And I remember like being uh. in um, some science class and they were like, you know, about five million years, 5,000 years from now, like the, the sun will explode or whatever, like our <laughs> galaxy. Oh, no worries. Like Girl, 5, no years. worries. I was in third grade. I about lost my mind. I was like, we're going to die. And they were like, no, no, no. Yeah. But I feel like now they're like, well. We're at a no turning point. 20 years away. Yeah. (laughs) And I think I just heard a stat that, oh, let me see if I can remember this correctly. All of the things that we have built on this planet, the buildings, just everything that is man-made now weighs more than all of the animals and all of the earth, like trees and sand and ocean. What we've created weighs more than all of what's on the earth. Oh, my How Lord. does that work, though? Because all of the materials that make it come from the earth. Girl, I didn't ask questions. Girl, I was already like, first off, how do you measure that? <laughs> right. Secondly... What the fuck? Very smart people. How does that, like, where, it's not like we created matter. Like, where did it right. come from? Right. God, I'm sorry. I I, I, I heard questions. this, I'll send you the podcast I heard it from. Okay. Um, but I was just like, whatever it is, we're fucked. Oh, God. And I'm sorry for the people that are like, climate control, or climate, climate control, climate change isn't real. What do you think everything that we put out, there is a, a reaction to it? Yeah. Like, there, we can't just keep yeah, doing yeah, what yeah. we do no. and everything's just fine. No. That's no. why there has been this movement that's been. I'm, you know, when I got on board the climate change back in aught five, when I sat down on a random ass, like, Thursday night or whatever by myself in my first 20 something apartment and watched The Inconvenient Truth with Al Gore. Yes. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yeah. after, and I didn't even understand why it was called that until the end. And I, I sat there, like, dumbfounded in my own house, my own apartment. And I was like, it's inconvenient. That is is truly an inconvenient <laughs> truth. Like, it, it is, because like the movie was like, sorry to tell you this, right. but you're going to have to change some shit, and it's not going to be convenient for you. And I was like, that's why it's called right. that. But that's when I figured out, like, if you haven't seen the movie, obviously it's probably dated now, but it really brought it home. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh, it's... Well, that's what, mm. and that's what you, what really boggles my mind about, mm. and maybe it's just us here in America, but like my townhouse, for instance, two years ago, went to an HOA meeting, um, Dylan went with me, and we tried to get recycling because we don't recycle in our complex, and they were like, oh, girl, we don't have any space, like we can't do it. And I'm like, but we spend all this money on fixing the roofs and the front of the places and on landscaping every month and all this stuff that we do. But we can't spend $5,000 to add something to the trash receptacle to help save the planet. Because I feel like what happens is we all, and we're all guilty of it, where we're like, well, I could 
uh, not keep the water running when I'm brushing my teeth, but it's just me. Yeah, just you What's times that gonna change? a billion. But, like, when we all do it, that's just what's so frustrating. Yes. And that's leading into politics, what makes me so angry sometimes with the people that deny climate change. And I'm like, all this stuff that we're putting out, what do you, like, yeah, where what do you think, think it's happens? going? Like, we are just affecting this place that we live. Just because you can't see it anymore once your trash man takes it away doesn't right. mean it disappears. No, it goes somewhere. But I, I learned about that in school, too, because I, I had to do a science project on, on something like that. But it's like, if you were to go, like, one week without your trash collectors, then you'd be like, well, what the hell is going on? That's because um, my, my trash gets collected on Thursday, and I don't have, like, a, a one- house size bin i have like a large thing in like a back alley right so it's like several neighbors throwing it in there and my trash gets picked up on thursday so thanksgiving they didn't do it obviously and i and they didn't like add a second one to it they just didn't do it on thanksgiving Mm. by the next time you would have thought the apocalypse had happened there was so much trash Mm -hmm. overflowing animals had gotten into it it was a shit show and i was like that's one missed day that's it Mm -hmm. so it's like when you really think about it it's very sobering and i don't say that to like shame or do i i it's just for me i was like this is physical evidence that we have an issue of garbage oh and just our society not to just pile on in the scary stuff um, oh, I we're feel, already piling on I know, right? as well. Already I mean, scared. I feel like the first part of this podcast was so hopeful. We got to, like, balance it out with some scary shit. Oh, that's your mind. Yep. Um, th- That's how I like to live life. Yes, yes. you do. Um, that we are, like, one flick of uh, a, a stroke of somebody shutting off the power or doing something crazy would totally ransack our society. Oh, yeah. And I, it was so sobering to me after Irma when even just the thought of a hurricane coming, when we were leaving Tampa, and I remember driving to Panama City, all the gas stations were out of gas. People were, like, fighting over it. People were running out of gas on the side of the car, on the side of the street. And it, like, what, that drive to Panama City from Tampa is, what, like, six hours, I think? Mm -hmm. It took us, like, 15 hours to get there that day. Almost ran out of gas. And I just remember sitting there, moving. It took us three hours to move like five miles and I was like this is like nothing is wrong like the power is working there's food on the shelves this is just the thought of the hurricane coming yeah what would happen if something really catastrophic happened to us chaos our country our world is so thinly put together yeah it's a scary thought yeah because think about just like everything that depends on electricity yeah and I mean, we're all like, oh, yeah, well, we have my phone and everything. Okay, so you got one day your battery's mm-hmm. going to last. Right. So electricity's gone for like, let's just say it gets out, it's knocked out a week. What? Miguel and I used to watch this show called Revolution. Oh, girl, that, that freaked me out. I know. Oh, tear. That was when we started. Ooh, this is in why a, you're scared. A, <laughs> <laughs> this is it. That was when Miguel and I were also <laughs> also watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> all right, y'all. I see where it comes yeah, from. You, yeah. You have to understand, we watched a lot of tragic TV at the time. Yeah. So we were watching The Walking Dead. We watched that show, Revolution, which the premise of it was that all of um, anything technological, like energy, like your power, and and also batteries, mm-hmm. everything just in one stroke was shut off. And what would happen 
in the show was about like, you know, that was like what happened last year or whatever. And then the show fast forward, you have the society living without any electricity or battery power, Ugh. nothing powered, period. Mm. And so <laughs> then Miguel and I like made a list of what we would gather together <laughs> of, and like try and how we would try to survive. And I'm sure because I was married at the time and my ex-husband was like, y'all. I'm going to play softball. <laughs> he was not having like, we're, it. Girl, and we're, we're sitting on the couch, like eating pizza. We're like, okay, bye. We're going <laughs> to survive. We're going to sit here and figure this out. But it's true. I mean, listen, we, Abe and I, we went looking at um, houses a couple weeks ago, and there's this builder, and we were like looking at the house. Everything was great. And he was like, and we also provide this, I forgot what, like this. Energy saving pack, it's not the term, but it was like, we also can put a generator on the side of your house so like the power goes out. And I was like, really? You can do that? And what is all does it power in your house? Because I really want that. And he was like, you have not asked about anything else in this house but about the generator. And I'm like, I've always wanted one because you never know if that power goes out. If the zombies come, you need something to power your house. The zombies, I'm telling you right now, I've said it before. If there is zombies, you're, you're, we're done. We're done. We're done. There's yeah. no, there's no, you're not going to escape the zombies. Are you not going to try? No, no, probably not. Scott's I'll give it a like, day of trying. And what, then I'm like, no. He wants us to just shoot him. <laughs> I do, like, honestly. Because if there are zombies, what, you're going to eliminate but the wait zombies? Wait a minute. No. We can't shoot you. I'm sorry, Save but that. you have a. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with so much conviction. <laughs> like, we can't shoot you. <laughs> wait for the follow up because it's really, really unfortunate. I almost don't want to say it <laughs> Please. <laughs> not, not because we couldn't. <laughs> you have a lot of muscles. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to need you, okay? It's like, true. We need you to carry shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, like, if I need you to knock someone out, I'm going to, like, I can't. I don't, I don't have the, Scott, I don't have the upper body strength. <laughs> But I'm smart, so I need. I, I we can't shoot you. I'm. So, we need you. That's I just true. don't know. Like if there's millions of zombies, I just okay. Million. Well, that's not how it how went. Many? The Walking Dead. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot slow. of dead people. Well, slow. here's the thing. I've always said, depending upon what kind of zombies we would get, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That would decide on if I wanted to live or not. <laughs> like, let's just let's say, say they run. Yeah, yeah. like they're World War Z zombies. Girl, bye. bye. Kill. Just shoot me. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even doing that. Shoot me. No. We're shooting each other. No, if a zombie can outrun a car, I'm just gonna run my car over the Skyway Bridge because I'm done. I'm not. Nope. 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 I don't want to go. No. Out a car on the Skyway. <laughs> no, girl. That's horrifying. Let's go, girl. Let's go out. Let's go out big. Oh, hell no. But if we have Walking Dead zombies where you can they trick them like by putting blood on yourself, wander around a lot. Exactly. Like then, okay, let's do it. What kind we can of life is it. that to live? I mean, you, you gotta try. You do, and you get to repopulate and and rebuild that the society. The that would be a fun part. Once <laughs> you get through like the first like five years, it'll be like really tough as yes. we try to like figure it out. Because remember, we don't know what sort of zombies they would be. We gotta figure <laughs> it out. We gotta figure out how do you kill them? Is it just through the brain, like Walking Dead? Can you just shoot them in the per chest? Per zombie lore, it's gotta be the brain. Right. Oh, can we just put like, can we take the guts of one of the zombies and put it on us, and then they don't know and they think that we're one of them? The amount of thought that, seems, that y'all put into this. That oh, yeah. seems to be how it all works, though, because do you remember even in World War Z, that's how I think Brad Pitt got through the zombies because he was sick. Right. 
And so and I think it was because he was sick and they didn't want him. Right, right. And they so just ran somehow you, Scott, what? I just can't believe, like, it literally shows why y'all are scared of stuff oh. with how much planning y'all have okay, about well, this. Okay, okay, hold on. Scared or prepared? Thank you. I think it's the same. Two things, two, and I hope I remember both points. Um, one, Walking Dead. Do you remember Dirty John, the show that was on? It was it was a podcast. It had Connie Britton. Um, but anyway, it was about this lady in California who met this guy who was like a, a, a faker outer and like basically conned her and oh. was like stealing her money and all this stuff. And he tried to like rope her off from her family. And then like he got really crazy and he tried to kill one of her daughters. I don't remember that at all. <gasps> yeah, this was like a popular show. It was a couple years oh, ago. I remember hearing about it. Yeah, Dirty yeah. John. Really good if okay. you want to watch something, something to watch. But um, this was actually based on the true story. Like it really happened. Yeah. Well, the daughter that the guy tried to kill, she's like super shy, but she watched The Walking Dead. And so because of her watching the show for years, she knew where to um, retaliate against him and stab him and that's what saved her life is by wow. watching The Walking Dead. Is this a true story? Absolutely. It's it's a podcast by Wondery and it's also a show. It's on Netflix, Dirty John. Okay. It's really fascinating. But they go more into that whole Walking Dead part of it on the podcast. Yeah. So one, it can save your life. Two, <laughs> how many times when you watch a TV show or a movie and they don't set the alarm that one time or they, you know, don't charge their phone that one night or it's always that one time that they don't do whatever it is they've done to protect themselves. That's when they die or the monster or the zombie or something happens. That's why when I wake up and I come down the stairs and I see that no one in our house set the alarm, I get fucking pissed Yeah, you because do. I'm like, that could be that one time. Like we could set the alarm. Every day for two years, I and know. that one time somebody doesn't set it is the time that someone's going to walk in and kill us. Y'all, my door, <laughs> my front fucking door was open one morning. Girl. Like, oh, not that's even, when I lose not, my ish. I mean, I mean, and I, I, I was beside myself. I don't Ugh. even know how this happened. I think oh. it must have been my mom or my daughter's fault. I don't mean unlocked. I mean, Why? it was open, open by like two inches. Ooh. What? Girl, that sends a shiver down my spine. Oh, well, how do you think it felt at like five in the morning when I was like, I don't even know what made me go in that area, but I was like, ah! like, I, uh, and then I had to like do that thing where I'm like, is someone in my house? Girl. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking the whole time, looking around everything. Terrifying. Mm. I know what happened to my best friend too, because she said that her door was open. This was recent, because she like I'm her friend that she can text early in the morning because I wake up early, mm-hmm. and she was like, she texted me as I was like getting up and like you know brushing my teeth and stuff. She's like, my front door is open. Oh. And we managed to deduce that it was just an accident and like the wind had blown it open or so- something happened that. because she um she has a dog and oh. the dog is so on it. I'm talking like when I go to visit and I move my position to like get up from a chair, the dog's like bah, 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 bah. That's Whoa. why you get a dog. So we had deduced that mm. if if anyone had like come in the house the dog would have gone insane. And the dog was just sleeping through the night. No worry. No problem at all. And so she's like, okay, it was an accident. Mm. But still, like, these things happen. No, it's true. I mean, that's one of the... I've thought about this, too. And I think that whenever Abe and I live alone, just the two of us, is when I would feel comfortable getting a dog because of when he's not there for the times that, like, he goes to Buffalo and I'm just alone. Oh, yeah. Then that would make me feel better because I remember, like, the, what, the three, the two years that I lived alone before Abe and I got together and, like, 
I remember there were some nights where it's just my mind goes into crazy ways yeah. and I would be like terrified in my house and I'd have like all the lights on in my one bedroom apartment and I think it was like one or two nights when I first bought my townhouse that before Dylan moved in and it was just me. Oh lord. Girl, I had like every dresser up against my bedroom door because I'm like, if somebody walks in here, they're going to have a hard time getting in, bitch. I'll make it difficult for you to kill me. (laughs) It ain't going to be easy. Well, there you go. Wait a minute. Can we circle back to the very beginning of this tragic conversation? Yes. So you said, was there any other point that you were trying to make about the vaccine? Because you started Ah. with... Let me tell you about the vaccine. And then we talked about that show that you watched. And then we talked about Dan Brown. And we talked about all this the right. zombies. It just went into <laughs> this whole scary part. Um, no. Oh, I think my whole point was just that, like, I'm going to get it. Um, I, I don't think I've heard anything about if you've had COVID, like how that affects if you should or can or whatever. But if it is offered to us, I would get it. But after watching that show, it does I'm, put some fear I'm still going to get it. But it makes me think about John Cusack's character being like, I'm actually going to save the planet. I think that's why one, uh, uh, someone that's um, one of my friends was like, why are people so scared to get this vaccine? Well, I I will also tell you, too, from like, like a serious historical for the black community, why a lot of black folk are nervous is because if you look up the Tuskegee Airmen mm. um, from back in the day where they experimented on black people, told them they were helping them, but they were giving them syphilis oh and leaving it God. untreated. To see and, what would happen. Yeah, and they oh. used to do that to slaves back in the day as well. They would experiment with them because it was thought back then that black people weren't humans and that we could bear more pain than white people. And so they would experiment without any pain medication, without anything on slaves. So there has been this generational distrust of the medical community from the black community. And so that's why, and then let's just be honest, Trump, my mom is like, if Trump is telling me to get a vaccine, I ain't getting it. I don't, mm mm-mm. If Joe Biden and Kamala Harris tell me and they, like, show me they're going to get it, I'm fine. So there's just this historical distrust yeah. of the medical community and the government, quite frankly, too. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I and I also think part of it is, because this is how I explain, too, I, and it's a good point that I didn't bring up that I will, um, but part of it, too, is with that whole anti-vaxxer movement that started all because of Jenny McCarthy and autism, and there are there's still a lot of confusion out there about vaccines period right mm-hmm. so not only is there misinformation disinformation it's difficult to if you're just like you know an average joe who doesn't have access to like some of the news sources like that we do for example you're like where do i even find this information to get the right one so i'm like i think there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. my mom doesn't want to take the vaccine yeah i was like well okay um so i'd like you to get it when we have it but she's like okay but not the I'm not being one of the first people. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I get it. Because yeah. there's also a fear that she's like, if I'm one of the first, what if there's something wrong? Mm. And that kills me. Right. It's 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 tough times right now. Or what if it's John Cusack <laughs> sitting back in his glass <laughs> house? Maybe it's John Cusack. Yeah. I don't know. I, I only picture John Cusack as a romantic lead, so I'm having a hard time with this. <laughs> Girl, you need to watch this show. But in this show, and that's what fucks you up, is because he's, like, very loving, too. Oh. Like, he's like that, like, good bad guy where he's like, I'm really just trying to save the world. But that's what Thanos. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, that's why those bad guys are so good, because it's mm-hmm. very muddy. You're like, 
Okay, I see your point. Right, right. And then, like, literally, like, you know, they always have that big scene at the end where he finally reveals his plan. It's always a master right. plan reveal. And then, like, there's a little part of you that's kind of like, I mean. That's what I'm saying. He, I, I mean, he ain't lying. He's I not, mean. He's not, like, a complete psychopath who no. only is out to murder people. He's trying no. to save the world. There's a thought behind it no, he, that he, I'm I'm not, I get it. Yeah, he's not murdering anyone. He's just saying you can't have kids. Just Watch the show if you want. Oh man, Utopia no, I'm on not Amazon watching. Prime. <laughs> not now. Good lord. Our Utopia, Amazon Prime, and Dirty John on Netflix are the recommendations. All and right. Revolution. I think well, there Revolution. was one season. If you want to see what happened while all the electricity goes out, and then I'm I can't remember that Dan Brown book slash thing. I remember because I read. Was all it his the books. Lost Symbol or was it the I don't other remember. one? Is that I have a list. A- Is it Deception Point? No, but that was a good that book. One. All, all Is of- it? All of his books, I will tell you, if Something you are a reader, any book before uh, the Da Vinci Code for Dan Brown was good. Everything after the Da Vinci Code from Dan Brown, I feel like he was trying too hard. And it was just like, girl, he's trying to use more, right? all of these uh, historical points. What are you looking for? There's only six books listed here. Is oh. there more? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know who Oh, he no, is. that's just a six-book pack. Yeah. Hold on. Dan Brown novels. I'm now just using your phone. Sorry. That's fine. Um, let's see real quick. Oh, it might be Inferno. 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 Yes, that was. That's it. what it is. 2013. You're yes. right. That's it. So it's Inferno, and I did they make a movie out of that one? I think they might have. Actually, I don't think I read Inferno. Actually, that's was the it? one where they they're it's they're trying to release this virus. And of course, you know Robert Langdon's on the case. I oh, think he's in it. you know what? I didn't read that because I felt that's one of the ones where I felt like he was Dan Brown was trying too hard. It's good. I liked it? it. It's I didn't like it as much as the Lost Symbol. I loved the Lost Symbol. They didn't make a movie out of it, mm-hmm. and I was pissed. But then they made it. They jumped over that and made a movie out of Inferno, which was I thought the book was good, not as good as Lost Symbol to me, hmm. but. Man. I'll have to try it again. But all of his ones before Da Vinci Code, like Deception Point. Digital um, Fortress, I thought. Oh, that was Digital like, For- oh, was that, that the one up in Antarctica or whatever? Yes, yes. That I was so good. I loved that. So yeah, good. he's good. All right, we're done. We got to go. Oh, sorry. Holly, what's your social media? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Scott. At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And I am Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-L-L-L. F-U-L-L-E-R. It's Friday, okay. and my brain is oozing out. Um, Ew, also, zombies. if he's exactly, it's coming, it's happening. <gasps> if you want to be on the intro of the podcast, help us kick it off. You can always leave an open mic on the Hot 101.5 app. And if you want a Miguel and Holly sticker, just shoot me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Bye. Catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored. 